0: Welcome to the Attachment Nerdcast, the podcast that takes you on a journey into the science and art of parenting. We're here to explore thought-provoking ideas, heartwarming stories, and researched backed strategy to help you deepen the bonds with the people who matter most in your life. In this episode, we navigate a moment of parental misstep and repair. We'll explore miscommunication, the process of acknowledging mistakes, and the journey of making amends. Join us as we learn to become better parents, one repair at a time. Let's talk about when we mess up. We talk a lot about when our kids mess up and how we help them do better. But the reality is that we're superhuman and we mess up. And this is one of the best things about attachment research. The primary indicator of a secure attachment is the capacity for a caregiver or a parent to make repair with their child so the rupture to repair cycle it's not that you don't have conflict then we'd all be in a bit terrible mess and there'd be no secure attachments it's what happens when you get out of sync and you get dysregulated are you as the caregiver able to then go back and make that repair I'm gonna tell you a story about a recent repair I made with my son to kind of give you an idea of that cycle and how it works and then some tips on how to make repairs with your kids So I had been at work for the day and my son was at my mom's house and there were some out-of-town relatives and so he's a super extroverted kid and he loves being around everybody. He's hanging out in the front room and I come in and I can tell that he is kind of in this funny jovial joking mood and one of my relatives says to me, um, Slate told us that he doesn't have any crashes. Well, the day before, my son had confessed his love to another girl Another a second grader. No, he's a second grader. She's a third grader. He confesses his love to her and was the cutest story because she just looked at him and goes, that was bold. And they like then continue to just play. It was so cute. So I made a mistake, which is I told a story that wasn't mine to tell. That was his private story. But he was in such a laughing mood. I was misreading his um, kind of state. So I kind of thought he wanted me to almost. Um But I misread him. So anyway, I said to the group, wait a minute. What do you mean you're not a crush? You confessed your love to Maya yesterday. And he laughed and he acted like it was funny. And they, you know, one of them was kind of not tickling him, but kind of going after him. And it felt playful. Well, then he went out to the front and then I was gathering up my other kids and leaving. And I walk out to the porch and he is crying on the porch. And he goes, Mom, why did you do that? And instantly I knew. Like, I flubbed. That is private sensitive information. It doesn't belong to me. That's his information. Um, and so my repair process looked like me owning what I did going, buddy, I am so sorry. I shared that really tender piece of information that you hadn't shared. Clearly you'd been telling them you didn't have any crushes so you didn't want to share that and I shared it. I really messed up. I really misread you and I put you in a weird situation. So ownership acknowledgement of what it was and then I gave space for him to say anything else because like, that right is that why you're feeling he cried some I let him cry with me let him tell him me how it made him feel and then we had to get home and get ready for bed and as we we're getting ready for bed I just checked in with him like how are you feeling do you have thoughts on on anything else I can do to make this right and I would call this like reparations so in every repair Right. There needs to be acknowledgement space for the other person to share their feelings with you. So that's what he did. And then a reparation of some form. What is it you need in order for me to make this better? Um, What we came up with is that he needed me to commit to not talking about his, you know, special feelings with other people without his permission. And that he wanted me to go and tell my extended family and my mom that I made a mistake And I think that was really interesting to me because there's something about the need for someone to own their mistakes publicly. It's very social of us. Anyway, so, and to tell them that he did not want to be teased about it or asked about it again. So I did those things. And it hasn't come up again because it's repaired, right? So we rupture, we acknowledge what we've done, we let them feel the feelings, and then we we ask what reparations need to be made in order for trust and healing to be reestablished. A couple of notes also. When we mess up with our kids, it's really important that we don't beat ourselves up in front of them. If you struggle with being really harsh on yourself, I get it. You may grew up in trauma and that was what you were taught to do. But we don't want to model that for our kids. And we don't want them to feel that they can't tell us that something is wrong or upsetting about what we've done without it creating some form of abuse from us to ourselves. Then they are going to want to tell us things because they're going to afraid that we're going to take it harder than it really is. So when you're recognizing that something is wrong, or your child's telling you, you've really hurt me, or you're not, I don't feel like you care about me, whatever the thing is, you want to make sure to shore up that kind of message in your brain. Repair is a part of relationships. Secure parents have rupture with their kids. My job is to listen and help this get repaired. It is not to punish myself. Okay. The last though, is that sometimes repair takes time depending on your child and their personality, if they're more sensitive or if it takes them a while to really digest and figure out what they're feeling, you might think you've repaired something and find out it comes out sideways again. That's okay. We just attend to that repair as many times as it needs to be there. Kids need to narrate and talk about the things that bother them. And so sometimes after you've gone through a fight, they'll bring it up again and again and again. And you'll think like, didn't we deal with that? You did, you dealt with it, but they're still processing it and that's okay. And you can just, acknowledge like yeah that really didn't feel good to you and i feel really bad and i wish i had acted differently and uh thank you for just continuing to remind me what you need and we'll keep getting better at thank you for listening to the nerdcast if you're hungry for more be sure to check out this complete episode along with other member only perks by joining us as a nerd herd member details can be found at attachmentnerd.com love on and hope to see you again soon